Today's episode is brought to you by Pig Hog Cables. We just got some of these and we're using them on this episode. And they sound amazing. <laughs> they're, they're, uh, they, they enhance the tone of the mic for sure. Uh, I can definitely hear the difference. Um, they're big old fat fuckers too. They're like uh, literally piggy, you know. Yeah, my cat's not chewing through these. <laughs> no, they're they're indestructible, and their uh, slogan is "Fat cables, fat sound." Well, I can attest to that. I mean, I use these even playing guitar and stuff. You know, I got them for a friend of mine's band, and they use them religiously. You know. Yeah, it's it's juicy. It's a whole mouthfeel for your ears. They're awesome, man. They come in all these different colors, and they literally have one that we're using today, and it's uh, wrapped in steel. It's called Armor Clad. Pictures are coming later. <laughs> On that note, cue the music. Interrupt your regularly scheduled program for this special report. Blood for drama! Drama! Blood for drama! Drama! It's showtime. Good morning. Happy Monday. Hopefully happy Monday. Unfortunately, we're going to make it a little bit more dismal by talking about governments. Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the antithesis to freedom, the enemy of the citizen in most circumstances. It uh, didn't used to be that way. It wasn't founded that way. No, um, so since we're Americans, we're going to talk a little bit about America, and uh, begin with our favorite presidents. Yep. So a few of the talking points are favorite presidents and why government overreach now and then. What was the other one? Citizen awareness and involvement. Yep. And then uh, dystopian stuff and conspiracy theories. Tuskegee Airmen. Yeah. Historically, conspiracy theories until in the future. There. Yeah. The ones that actually were true and the government was doing it mk ultra and whatnot yeah. all righty then so dave you go ahead man start on your uh favorite president and why well uh you know i i sleep with a teddy bear and it's because of uh the goat teddy roosevelt himself mr theodore roosevelt he uh today con- <laughs> contrary to what i originally assumed uh growing up he's actually a leader of the pro- Republican Party, but this is Republican Party circa early 1900s. You thought he was a Democrat, didn't oh, you? Oh, I did. I thought he was a dirty little Democrat. Yeah. No, he's a... My welfare daddy. There was, I, don't, I think there was only one really good Democrat one, man, and then they shot him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're like, you're doing too much good, god dang it. Yeah. Thanks for uh, saving the nation. Here's your prize. <laughs> yeah. 30 out 6 to the dome. Wasn't that the... Was it the uh, the ice bullet theory too, though? Did I tell you about the ice bullet? No, I, man. I mean, that's in pretty public consciousness. But that is was it? that yeah, was that's yeah. where I talked to you about this. No, MythBusters tested it with the like jellyfish, the jellyfish venom and shit like that. that yeah, that was a, that was a real yeah, thing. Yeah, that was totally real. Uh, but anyway, I mean, I don't even think a ice bullet with you know conch or jellyfish venom could kill Mister Teddy himself. Though he didn't no. grow up with asthma. Like, cards are stacked against this man. He's trying to be a man's man, and I don't mean, like, you know, Sigma male. I, I mean, like, masculine and, like, the truest, most noble uh, traits of the word. Um, Bully! <laughs> yeah, he he was, like, a, a renaissance man, and that's always sort of, like, attracted me uh, to those individuals, like Leonardo da Vinci, who's pretty much, like, the iconic renaissance man he kind of generated and not himself generated but like was spoken about him um just a master of many crafts jack of all trades master of all crafts that dude was awesome that dude was an alien like i'm pretty sure he was dead ass he was he was not of this world um i think the same could be said of uh tesla but yeah that's a different episode though yeah but for teddy uh you know Theodore, had, he had, like, the Spanish-American War going on, the Cuban-American War. Like, he had uh, the Roosevelt Rough Riders, and I think that any leader who literally leads by cavalry charge yeah. gets, like, a, a pass in my book for most things. Um, yeah. Bully. 
<laughs> yeah, he was, his nickname was the Bull Moose because like you couldn't stop him. Um, a lot okay. of his, a lot of his uh, pushes for the government was like conservation. Uh, he was a naturalist. He was you know an explorer, a sportsman, uh, obviously a soldier. Um, but he he sort of embodied all of the truest traits that our forefathers, like the founding fathers had like if they were writing the government the u.s and they were kind of like taking what if like the perfect man was a government you know trying to ascribe all these traits for freedoms and truths and individuality and uh i think he was one of the truest sort of distillations of of all of those um aspects and uh principles so he was always cool to me, and Teddy, just having like named Teddy, but be, being a badass, right. was like this oxymoron to me. You know, like I was always called a, uh, you know, like jumbo shrimp or whatever when I was a kid. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That's an oxymoron. You're like you're a moron, and then I'd go cry. So, <laughs> um, but no, he was he was super cool, and uh, I I don't believe there's many politicians within the last century that can really hold a candle to some of our elder um, and former politicians. Uh, everyone loves Hamilton and like some of the most iconic influencers of the day of the American way and, and government are involved in that play. And they sort of like parody it and uh, sort of elevate it to a, a present consciousness that we could enjoy. You know, you can't really read the Declaration of Independence, like yo, man, this shit's jamming. Like they don't, it doesn't translate that way. But um, it does for me. Yeah, I fucking love that shit. There's some, there's some rain, man. I mean, I love that shit. I, yeah, I used to cry when I sang the national anthem too. <laughs> if somebody sings it really good, I still get. A and little... I'm proud to be an uh, American. I, I get like that dude. Oh uh, my god. Uh, what is it? Tenacious D. Government totally sucks, you motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, way more jack black now than like yeah. kenny rogers <laughs> remember when the did you see that one where the dude was like fucking the, in the gun store and he's trying to get all the things to go raid the and mm -hmm. then he sings the song and he's all like <laughs> and, then, and then he starts crying go save the world boys it gives him all the shit for free it's fucking awesome um but uh yeah when somebody sings it really good man i'm still like <laughs> Dude, there was a <laughs> so there's a really cool story. Um, yeah, Teddy was like in the the Missouri River, and this was like a story uh, published in his book Ranch Life and the Hunting Trail. Like man as fuck, and uh, <laughs> man. It was, yeah, it was, so it was during the winter. Um, <laughs> he said man as fuck. It was M A F. But uh, some like thieves a cut gay. a little gay for Teddy. A little, a little like two percent soy homo for <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> But like oh my God, it's Teddy. these three thieves like stole Roosevelt's boat from its mooring at the the Elkhorn Ranch and like took it down river, and like he woke up one morning like going to go fishing or whatever. And he's like, "Fuck's my boat at? Where's my fucking boat?" Like went over there, you know, fucking licked their boot tracks and was like, <laughs> "Yeah, smelly bitches went down south." And so he he followed them. Fuck yeah, dude. for like like weeks, dude. It was <laughs> it was a long period of time that he's chasing these three dudes. Uh, like the Missouri River is like full of ice. He he tracked him for like days and days and days, and he finally caught up to him. He got the drop on him, and uh, I don't know if these are like Home Alone villains or something, but he got all three of them, convinced them because with his presidential ultimate charisma, this is before he was president. But um, he's like, "You're coming with me. They're, that's it. That's the truth. Those are facts, and you can take them as you wish." Bully. But if you try to, if you try to, you know, turn on me, if you try to run away, like, it's coming for you. I'm gonna get you with my giant knife. So they followed him back. He what? he arrested citizens, arrested three of these gentlemen, took them all the way back over like the sheriff's office, and then I think he even like helped pay their bond or something like that afterwards. Like he helped rehabilitate them. And I could only like I wish I stole his boat <laughs> to spend a week with Teddy. You know what I mean? Because he was dropping wisdom that whole fucking time. Oh, yeah. You know it. You know you boys can't do this kind of thing, right? He's got probably <laughs> like the force and wisdom of like a thousand dads that you never had. You know who played him the best? 
Robin Williams. <laughs> That's right, bitch. <laughs> they're, they're, they're really, he's so iconic, there, there was nothing else. That mustache, though. <sighs> yeah. Bully. <laughs> yeah, bully. <laughs> well, as soon as the bull moves, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's mine. Mine's Teddy because he he was everything that I wish America could be. It probably was when he was president. Uh, damn close. I mean, I don't have a time machine, but I, like I said, I wish if I, I did, still was. I, I, if, yeah, if I did have one, I would definitely go back and try to give hang that out. man a jet ski. Hang out with. Hey, man, fuck that boat, dude. I got something for you, Teddy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, Teddy was cool. I'm I'm rocking with TJ, man. Thomas Jefferson. Motherfucker that wrote the goddamn Constitution. That's right. <laughs> he did a lot of things, man, and like a lot of people don't even know half the shit that he tried to do. You know, like the man tried to stop slavery four or five times before he was even president. Um, he was a lawyer, you know, uh, really highly educated, really liked to read a lot, so he was like a Dave. He was like a fucking Dave and with a powdered wig. <laughs> this is probably only like one of the only instances of a, a noble lawyer. Yeah, yeah. Because lawyer now is like well, the yeah. scummiest. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was like a lawyer before like uh, everything was corrupted. He was fighting know? for freedoms, not money. Yeah, because he wasn't really getting paid, you know. Um, and uh, he said he tried to end slavery a bunch of different times in a bunch of different ways even though, you know, he still gets a lot of scuff because he owned slaves, but he, like, inherited those slaves. You know, he was from Virginia, grew up in the South. Oh, yeah, trust fund baby. Yeah, with other trust fund babies. <laughs> uh, but he, he inherited them because his dad owned the plantation, and uh, they wanted to stay there. I'm pretty sure they were free, but what's your other alternative? You he frees the slaves and they sell them to somebody else or right, yeah. they get captured and then sold to somebody else. So at least, you know, hanging out with fucking TJ, you know, he could be like, oh yeah, I own them. But in reality, they're just kind of working there for food. And water. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're protected under his blanket. Like yeah, you couldn't punish his slaves. You know what I mean? Like right. he got to ensure that they still had a, a higher standard of living than they'd get yeah. virtually anywhere else. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, he literally, like, his wife died, and then years later, he ended up having an, like, called it an affair, but she was dead for three or four years, so I don't know how that works, but, um, he had an affair with one of his slaves and had, like, six kids with her, the Jeffersons, <laughs> you know, that's where that comes from, um. And uh, she lived in the big house with him, as they called it back then, as per usual. That's uh, such a wild, light term. The big house. She's staying in the big house. <laughs> Isn't like the big house now just like a term for jail? I think it is, which is kind of, I don't know, maybe they looked at it like that. But but when he was still a lawyer, he uh, there was a, I can't remember the guy's name, but there was a slave or descendant of a slave that was with a white woman. So basically a mixed dude, you know, and he was a servant and tried to argue that he wasn't black or whatever. And Jefferson, you know, was his lawyer and, and tried to say, all you know, that's when he coined the term, you know, all men are created equal and that shit. And that was one of the things that ended up in the Constitution. The way he wrote it, he was kind of like a futurist, I guess, you know. He wrote it in a way where, like, it could last forever. And it was really, really smart the way he wrote it. So, and then, you know, like, black people later on in the 60s, they used the Constitution to get Jim Crow out of there. And right. all those laws to where, you know, it was segregated. Segregation laws. They They got rid of those because Martin Luther King was smart and was like, hey, man, it says right here, all men are created equal. But you got whites only fucking drinking fountains, you mm -hmm. know? So that was one of the ways they got rid of it. He uh, did a lot of shit, man, over the period of time. He was one of the people that kind of started the revolution, I think, you know? <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, I think the reason I really like him is because uh, he was like the first 
or one of the first libertarians. So he brought like libertarian values in to a bunch of bullshit. And he like, I think that he couldn't change a lot of things in the South because he was from the South. You know, it wasn't like Lincoln who was from the North. Right. And then, then in turn, like we're from up here, you're from down there, but he was trying to do it from within and just kept getting shot down over and over and over. And, uh, he purchased land, I guess, from Napoleon in France, uh, like Louisiana. Yep. Louisiana purchase. Um, then he somehow he acquired like a lot more land. I forget how, but he acquired land, and then instead of absorbing those into the thirteen colonies, he's like, "We need to make new states, nine new states out of this territory." Yeah, diversify this portfolio. Right, and then he was like, "And then slavery should be banned in those nine states." So then, you know, it was mm-hmm. after. Not right then, but like after a while it was. And then um, he had another thing we tried to end slavery. It was uh, the Jefferson proxy or something. Okay. Something with a P. Oh, proviso. Okay, yeah. It was called the Jefferson proviso, but it was withdrawn from the pre-proposal so-called Northeast Ordinance. Uh, Slavery was finally banned, which was eventually over the next decades rolled out over northern states of the union i mean he you know he's really trying man but what are you going to do when all the whole rest of the your state and colonies are like no you know you're just one dude yeah that's that's kind of the inherent like status quo to government at least in a lot of our elected governments you know i don't know what it feels like in a dictatorship but uh for us they did though (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you can only get away with as much as the next guy will let you get away with. Right. It was the the checks and balances system seems great on paper when you're in like third grade learning about it, but it's still pretty flawed. Um, yeah. It's to prevent especially tyranny. Now. Especially now. Yeah, but uh, it also prevents a lot of shit from getting done. Yep. Um, and it has been the whole time. Um, but that's one of the reasons I really like Jefferson is, uh, you know, he gets a lot of shit, but fucking TJ was the man, dude. You know, him and fucking Teddy Roosevelt? Shit. If we had one of them now... Everything would be solvent. It would be awesome, man. Yeah. You'd be like, nah. Nah, we're not doing that. <laughs> yeah, there's there's like the... Uh, they've just got a level of like sensibilities about them. And like you're saying with uh, Jefferson, I think he was um, a futurist. And so when he's writing the you know, Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, like he's looking forward and trying to find these immutable laws and these aspects of governance that are present during his time and like will evolve and just trying to mediate that and like get that stopgap to right. where we don't have to rewrite a constitution in a hundred years or two hundred years. Like it's an I mean, it's, immortal sort of object. It's been riding for two forty five, you know. Um, that's a long time for a piece of paper, (laughs) (laughs) you know, um, but it was written so well, I mean, nobody writes like that anymore, you know, and it literally says in there that if you don't like the way the government is, it's your duty and your right to abolish that government and make a new one. And, uh, me personally, I don't think that, uh, we've ever been closer to needing to do that. (laughs) Because it's not the same as it was supposed to be. Like, the reason that, uh, one of the reasons that I like him so much is uh, smart in the fact of the way he wrote it. You know what I mean? To where. I mean, he's a, he's a lawyer. So, like, he's versed yeah. and, and well-educated in writing contracts. Right, right. And this is a contract between the government and the people. So, like, he's, yeah. there could so, be almost no one better qualified. The, uh, what I was trying to say was, like. He gave the right to the people, and the government was there to protect those rights, not to, like, write new laws every day, you know, like they do now. You think we could see uh, Thomas Jefferson as Bane? That would be awesome. Was it was, uh, the Bane speech that he says to Gotham? <laughs> Taking it back from the corrupt and giving to you, the people. <laughs> you know, there was a Trump thing where he kind of, 
I don't know if he like seen that movie, but he kind of said this, almost the same thing. Like he was saying, I was like, "What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you Bane? You're not Bane. No, not not even remotely close. Uh, I mean, I wonder, Bane was Puerto Rican, though. <laughs> I don't think the, uh, comic, Trump respects in, little Puerto Ricans. In the comic book, he was. Uh, or was he Russian? Was he? No, Russian? he's Puerto Rican, dude. He's he's South American. Yeah, because he was like a wrestler mask, right? Yeah, that's why he's a luchador mask. Yeah, yeah. I knew he had like an accent in the comic books, but uh, yeah, and that's why he's a drug addict, according to <laughs> white writers. <laughs> God damn. Um, he was on that V, dog. You know, but yeah, the way he wrote it, man, was like stood the test of time so far. You know, but every day they're chipping away at it and trying to take it away and. The way they t- do that is to take the Second Amendment away, which is protects all the other ones, mm-hmm. you know. And like Jefferson, even was the one that wrote. And like, he wrote that, but like in the Bill of Rights was like uh, not just him; it was like everybody came up with that. You know, yeah, you don't see this. Ashley is literally wearing a Second Amendment rights shirt on oh, right yeah. now. I am. And on the back, it has an AK forty-seven that says B A D D, Dads Against Daughters Dating. Oh, nice. Got it from the gun show. Yeah. But, you know, he was the one that, like, made freedom of religion a thing, even though, uh, like, Catholic Catholic people were, like, the thing. Christian Christianity was the religion right. at the time. You know, now people pr- can do Protestants what they want. Protestants at that time, but yeah. Well, whatever they were. I don't know the differences. I just know that they were... <laughs> it minimal. Was, it was one. But enough to start wars. It was one religion pretty much and then for the most part and then you know now you can be a muslim or don't have a religion or whatever you want to do yeah like then you had to go to church yeah see i'm a part of the uh the c-a-g-f-y the citizens against governments fucking you yeah i like that uh where do i sign (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, so yeah let's let's talk a little bit about that because it's it's literally been fucking people for years ever since uh at least the 60s and 70s. For sure. Uh, because of the... The one guy that didn't want to fuck you got shot in the head. Yeah, I mean, and that was <laughs> part of the... So we'll get into the conspiracy theories a little bit later, but like, just talking about the like the overreach of the government, right? We have some allegedly inalienable rights as, as citizens, as people, but yeah, those born with it. are literally getting trampled over. Yep. Uh... They're sure. trying to, definitely trying very hard, succeeding in most parts. Now, like, oh, yay, great. Ooh, we live in a, a first world country, which most people don't understand what that means. No. Um, first world country was like basically the allied powers. Second world country, basically the Axis powers. Third world country was countries that literally had too little skin in the game to be relevant. So right. that's where it comes from. When you talk about third world country, it's like someone who was not a, a world player during the second world war and cold war um so sure team america world police but like when you start police stating your own people it becomes a problem when freedom is literally our mantra yeah and and that's why other people want to come here is because of it you know and uh most of the time when you saw the thing with the cubans Mm -hmm. you know there's like a bunch of cubans down in miami with like freedom flags and they're flying the american flag when our own people are like stepping all over it you know i mean that's their right to do that but <laughs> you want to get punched in the mouth today or <laughs> you know i mean there's still i think it's like divided kind of 50 50 man dude it's weird though like when i was in basic training i hated the idea of failing my instructors because that was like in a, a twisted way that was like failing America. That, w- that wasn't just failing myself. That wasn't failing them as individuals. It was right. representative of like, I'm failing, you know, the Navy. I'm failing I can like, see that. My, my country. And so all of those shortcomings hit you in a different way. And looking back on it now, I'm like practically a conscientious objector uh, mm-hmm. because of just being out of that sort of brainwashed mindset. So you just talk about like, you know, punching some dude in the face because you step on the American flag. But the American flag, like that symbol, means something different to everyone, and that I feel like they're riding off the coattails of that, like that patriotic 
flavor that everyone's fucking drinking yeah. uh, can be toxic to some, right? And then others is just like, it's this muted flavor. Like, what does it even mean anymore? You know what I mean? Well, this shit's water. We've been riding on the rep for a long time. Long time. You know, we've had like the badass boy rep, you know. Someday, probably soon, card's going to get pulled and then we got to man up or die. Yeah, know? but I, I don't think that's an exterior thing. I, I think the largest threat, like you were saying, that's is been internal. ramping up is, is it, yeah, within. Yeah, I think it's internal, yeah. This is, this is not what the founding fathers signed up for. No, you know what I mean. Mm. Having all of your data leaked via fucking TikTok and Facebook, it's like right. the the yeah. NSA, the Patriot Act. The Patriot Act is bullshit. It's Thanks, Obama. fucking bullshit. Yeah. Thanks, Obama. This or was that Bush? Uh, initiated at the end of Bush's reign, but Obama really stepped it up. Fuck both of you. <laughs> yeah, Thomas Jefferson and Teddy Roosevelt would beat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They would never stand for this. Teddy would be like, bully. <laughs> um, but it's it's boo a boo this man, boo this man, boo him real fucking hard because boo. This is this is the modern day like resource, you know, historically because of you know well, slavery. Real quick though, yeah. For people that don't know what we're even talking about, what is it? For what? The Patriot Act. Oh, so the Patriot Act basically was a carte blanche uh, initiative by the government to enable access to citizens' uh, private, usually digital information, in order to parse that out and identify potential terrorist threats. Facebook, TikTok. Emails, phone calls is how it started, but then with the rise of social media, the uh, Uber funding of the NSA, it became more and more like we're going to trace all potential avenues of your communication to look for these terrorist threats. You know, search for keywords, you know, mm. I, I, I say or text bomb or whatever. And like they lose their fucking mind. Right. Alerts go off. And now they're looking through my news on my phone. You think that's why they made emojis? Yeah, maybe. So they can just text the picture of the bomb. Yeah, I just I, I text a picture of a bomb, then eggplant emojis. <laughs> yeah, bomb ass dick. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh shit! Well, I mean, that could be like we're gonna blow up some shit and then fuck something later. <laughs> yeah. Um. But, this, this pussy bomb. <laughs> I heard that so many times. But like the the value of the American citizen is is changed now because originally in a, a simpler time. Right. It was labor. Like it was your life and your work, your literal fucking horsepower as an individual. And that's like the slavery and that's the indentured servants. And that's like the birth of the Industrial Revolution. Like it was made off the like it was it was made off the sweat of, you know, our uh, backs. It was made off of. Motherfuckers. It was made off like this. Fuck you, dog. Yeah, it was like... <laughs> I'm going to leave that in. <laughs> this is the worst. I, I'm in hell. It was it was like made from the sweat uh, of our backs and like our brow. That, that was our value. You know what I mean? As citizens, what is your workforce? What mm. projects can you do? What goods can you produce? Services can you provide? But now everything's changed because of automation, because of technology. It's different. If we're in the information age. Right. And so now it's who are you and and via that how do we control you right like you have all of your behaviors online your search history your purchases where you've lived at who you talk to there's this whole you know profile that's built around you yeah. and then that's being sold to companies and like the more nefarious you know conspiracy theory which a lot of people have now which again as we've learned or will learn later conspiracy theories are more than just grains of truth they're whole fucking nuggets yeah so then you get to the point of well there's so much propaganda there's like there's so many news uh outlets and stuff like that are being controlled uh by private parties or like the government how do we make you do what we want based off of what we know of you like yeah influencers man yeah, who's to say that the government doesn't have, you know, CIA projects in social media and pop culture? Like, I'm sure is, they do. Is The Rock a CIA shim? 
Like, you don't you don't know anymore. It, it there's there's so much information that it's impossible to really parse through. Yeah. And uh I mean think about when you like talk about dog food too much when you're near your phone. And then you get a bunch of ads for dog food. You don't even have to talk anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's happened via thought. It's not synchronicity. The like thought please. Literally thought police. Like it's a dystopian word. Uh, but it's here, man. What was that shit? Uh, movie with Christian Bale. Um, Equilibrium. Equilibrium. You saw this? I love that movie. Me too. But it was like pre-Matrix. Mm-hmm. But it was good. Like, yeah, they're suppressing. They make you take this pill. And they're suppressing emotions. You know, and then there's... Doesn't that sound familiar? There's thought police. Literally. That's what they do. They go around suppressing thought and, and emotion. Yeah, and was, if you have it, they come burn all your art that you had on your wall and they fucking throw you in jail. It was like Minority Report, but forgoing the crime. It was yeah. just the crime of being an individual. Yeah, so I mean, if I had this shirt on, they were going to throw me in, in jail. You For know? sure. Or just shoot you like Judge Dredd style. Fuck yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I mean... Uh, you think about all the conspiracy theories that involve the government, you know, in quotations, um, a lot of them are true. <laughs> and and it's come out that they're true. Like, you know, there was all these conspiracy theories about um, JFK. And the CIA killed him. Sixty years later, the CIA had something to do with it. You know, we don't no, know I, what it I was. I like hearing that in the SpongeBob voice, like, 60 years later. Yeah, uh, MK Ultra. That was a whole ass thing, you know. And you know, talked about it on something, or maybe it was at work. But you know, they had the we have a conspiracy theory episode, but the desert thing we talked about. You know, where they they put you in this room and they like turned up the heat, and they were playing like a uh, a scene of the desert, and then they were in there for like thirty minutes. This hot ass movie theater. Then they uh, turned on, like, the refreshments. Let's go out to the movie. You know, and they're pouring the... And that shit. And almost everybody in there went and got a drink. Like, there was, like, one guy that was like, this is bullshit. <laughs> and it's just that easy. It really is. Like, I mean, I've definitely been subject to being like, I really want something to drink. <laughs> you know, <laughs> when when the thing comes on... Um, yeah, and that's like a it's like a super obtuse example, right? Right. Desert, heat, hot, drink, cold, moisture. Simple. Right. But when you obfuscate that through the lens of social media and all the other influences that you, you digest throughout throughout the day, you don't know what you're being told or where it's really coming from until like in worst case scenario, it's too late. Like everything seems meaningless and like we're we're in this meme culture and like nothing fucking matters because everything sucks yeah. and there's nothing you can do about it so we and just laugh as our medicine a, yeah everything's a joke yeah but like it could all be ramping up towards something right and that like nefarious like it's something yeah. something on the horizon and you uh know, i mean i think that you know schools and everything you know like schools were created during like World War Two, you said so to prep you to be a fucking outstanding fa- factory worker. Yeah, you know, sit in your sit in your chair, don't move, don't talk to each other, and do your work. Like factory work. Now, you know, factories are still around, but there's like a lot of other jobs that aren't factory workers. So they're like indoctrinating kids and all kinds of stuff. You know, it's just. The mind control stuff. And I was watching a podcast with that uh, Jocko dude. Jocko Willink? Yeah. And uh, I think it was Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah, he's a hard motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, Marine or something, I think. Navy SEAL. SEALs, yeah. Woo-woo! Yeah, Navy SEAL. Um, And he was talking about, like, brainwashing, you know, and how it's so easy to do. And he's like, even the military kind of, like, brainwashes you. Can confirm. You know, because, like, 
you're starting to think like this is the way, this is the way, and it's it's really easy to do. Um, and power suggestion is really a big thing, and I think that's like uh, MK Ultra was like a mind control pro uh, mind control thing project, um, yeah, project. Uh, which I mean, they fed you a bunch of fucking LSD and you know, like glued your eyes open like uh, Clockwork Orange, made you watch a bunch of weird shit, but. They did it, and it was like, oh, no, we didn't do that for years and years and years, and then it came out that it did. There's a bunch of shit, man. Uh, the Tuskegee thing, you know, they gave a bunch of black dudes that were in the military, they gave them syphilis, and then, like, placebo effect treated them, like, just gave them some sugar pills or some kind of shit saying they were treating it, but then they didn't, and then they all died. Because they just wanted to see how, what, like, what it would do to people. Yeah, we're just like a fucking ant farm to them. Yeah. Man, uh, I mean, you think about not just our government, but like all government. Like, look at the Nazis and all the fucked up shit that they did. And like, a lot of good things came out of that, you know? <laughs> like, we understand the human body and like a lot of things better now, but a lot of people had to die and go through some fucked up shit. So we knew fluoride killed people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and know? now it's in your water. It really is in your water. Yeah, no, for sure it is. <laughs> it's, it's even in, like, regular water. Yep. Uh, it's kind of a natural thing, but, I mean, they were, like, killing people with it, you know? Um, even peroxide. It, You know, the, the peroxide that we have, I was telling my son this, the peroxide we have is, like, a 2% solution, and it's mostly water. Right. Because if it wasn't, it would burn your skin off. <laughs> yep, yep, facts. <laughs> yeah. Anything ending in ide, you should probably just stay away from. Yeah. Just don't fuck with no Ides, man. Especially if you're a Caesar and it's the Ides of March. <laughs> I don't but, even know what that means. <laughs> deep, deep history cuts. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so that's that's representative of, like, our relationship with the government. So you you would assume that people get together and they say, hey, community's pretty fucking cool. It's working out pretty well for us. Let's ensure our community keeps going the way that it's supposed to go boom government and then so government should be there to help protect and guide the people right that's what they were supposed to do yeah they they were supposed to protect the rights the inalienable rights that you're given at birth from your creator whichever creator you believe in that's what they were supposed to do they weren't supposed to you know bring in inflation and and uh, ten trillion dollars or thirty trillion dollars in debt, whatever we're doing now, and and bail everyone in the world out. Um, it's just, uh, it's. I think it would be sad for like you know Teddy Roosevelt, Thomas Jefferson, or Benjamin Franklin, all of them. They'd be like, "What the fuck is this? This is not what we meant." And uh, I think, like I said, you know. Uh, We've been riding on the coattails for so long, and uh, we've had these these rights, which are great, but people now are, uh, what's the word? Entitled. Yeah. That's how my brain works. Yeah, we're, we're a bit entitled, for sure. Uh, yeah, people are, like, super entitled, like, it's my right to park there. No, but it ain't, bitch. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, shut up, Karen. You know? And, like, they think that it's their right to get all up in your business. Like, you see these videos on on YouTube or wherever of some dude trying to do a delivery in the rich people neighborhood. And they're like, what are you doing here? Who are you? Well, how do you think I got in the gate? The person I'm delivering to, Mr. fucking whatever, gave me the code and he wanted a TV. There's yeah. his TV. And I work at this place. Dude, it's, it's wild. Like, the, uh, so it's sort of this... Like exponential trend. Like the more people you have, the more technology, the more social uh, intricacies are about. Like the more varied the laws have to be. Like more laws. You need more, more, more. All these fringe examples. That's why being a lawyer today was not the same as being a lawyer right. in Jeff- uh, TJ's time. Yep. Um, but it's just, it's just topical bullshit for the most part. Like they're entitled because they know that at any given time, like they can call up their lawyer and uh sue you for all of all you fucking got. And it just yeah. it makes me feel like assault on Wall Street, 
<laughs> should have been a blockbuster and should have been playing in every theater Dude, every uh, month. Could you imagine like a Karen living in like Thomas Jefferson times? Uh, she would definitely have uh some facial disfiguration. Yeah, I think uh, fucking Benjamin Franklin would have like punch a bitch in the mouth. Like, shut up, bitch! I discovered electricity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you want to get electrified, motherfucker? You know. Uh, yeah. So I uh, before we continue on, I'm gonna plug V for Vendetta. Uh, yes. Richard Allen Moore. Oh yeah. Sorry, was it Richard or David Allen Moore? Uh. I think it's Richard. This is a fucking great movie. Whoever wrote it. It was fucking awesome. People should not be afraid of their government. Government should be afraid of its people. Sorry, it's it's just Alan Moore. Uh so plugging like Alan Moore is a pretty he's a pretty unhappy individual uh <laughs> in a lot of his outlooks, right? He's uh, glass half empty for sure. Uh, he's comic book artist and writer and weirdo. Awesome is what he is. He's he's awesome. Yeah. So he wrote like Batman: The Killing Joke. He wrote Watchmen, uh, which is just like this complete satire of America as a whole and like the idea of superheroes and like they're all fucking flawed and they're just people. But yeah, they're all on like cocaine. Yeah, they're <laughs> uber fucked. Like the comedian is the penultimate penultimate expression of like just how twisted uh, the American like like personality is right because he's a soldier but he's all just all joke. of the worst things it's all he's, a joke. he's the most human um i've done some bad shit in my time i've never done nothing like this man anyway. he, he has a, a work called v for vendetta great movie great movie so yeah comic book adapted to film and it takes place in like uh futuristic london i think it's it's roughly like 2020 or you know late 20 teens and uh it's a dystopian, totalitarian uh, government, and they have like this Norse fire party, which is highly reminiscent a uh, bunch of imagery for like the Nazi party, right? Yeah, Reds red and blacks, and, blacks, yeah. and yeah, all, all that shit. And they literally drive around in vans, like listening in on conversations. <laughs> so this was like 2004, I believe, is when it came out. Yeah. And so this movie was in development, like before Obama was even elected. Like this was. He knew about the NSA before the NSA knew about themselves. Right. And uh, they they use this and like they're trying to like weaponize the government against people. And this uh, titular character V uh, was subject to a bunch of experiments. Part of this like St. Mary's virus where they artificially infect uh, their own populace with a virus. Sounds. <laughs> yeah, it's it's super spooky, everyone. I'm going to make a little thing with COVID. With the V from Vin, V for Vendetta, COVID. Vid. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> and uh, it's it's dripping with like mood and theme. And uh, so this like V guy escapes from all these trials. He takes utter revenge on every like high profile government member that became uh, a part of this party. And they basically ascended themselves by doing like the worst things possible to everyone. And uh, he gets on, like, the CCTV and plugs. He's like, in one year from now, like, meet me outside the gates of Parliament. And, like, tonight, or we'll give them a 5th of November that they'll never forget. Which is, like, a callback to um, Guy Fox, which is uh, a historical figure who, like, tried to blow up gates of Parliament because, or the building of Parliament because he realized the government was fucked then, you know, patriarchy. Yep. And uh, so it harkens back to all of that. And I'm like, dude, it's like never been more fucking relevant, man. Yeah. Uh, just he had it was some Nostradamus type effect, and we're a lot of movies like that. We're living through it, and it's wild because it's supposed to be a comic book. This is like a cautionary tale. This is a piece of fiction that right now could be put on like a historical nonfiction shelf. Yeah. It was just so easy. Beneath this mask, there's an idea. And ideas are bulletproof. Yeah, so V, uh, he never takes his mask off, right? He's, I'm pretty sure he's all burnt up. <laughs> yeah, he's all he's he's like a Horribly slim gym, right? Yeah, he's he's all like, fucked up. Bad crispy. <laughs> yeah, bad crispy. Oh, I fucking love Spawn, but uh, he represents an idea and the power of those ideas, and he's like trying to send this idea to the people and get them on board and realize that like. 
governments should be afraid of their people. People should not be afraid of their governments. And right. so that's that Second Amendment right. That's that a right and duty of an American citizen to abolish tyranny in all its forms and reconstitute the government in like a better way. Like So we're supposed to go through this sort of metamorphosis and rebirth at some point if things get too bad. And a lot of people argue a lot of these uh, individuals like sovereign citizens and Antifa and these doomsday preppers and shit. They're, they seem a little wild, but like that's that core that they're drawing themselves around, like Moss to the Flame. Like, but I was right. Yeah, <laughs> I, I saw it coming, right? I knew this day was going to happen. You know, you got to read the writing on the walls. And uh, that's probably because it is. Yeah. I mean, maybe not like to the effect of like mega doses, but it, I mean, they can't do a mega dose, right? Because yeah. if they do, then you'll have a fight. Right, yeah, yeah. There's, there's got to be like an inciting event. They're right? gonna, they're, it's like a big thick wall, and they're like shawshanking that fucker. You know, they're like chipping a little, little hole in there with a little tiny hammer for years. <laughs> so that's what's happening. Chipping away at all the rights and all the stuff, and like it, it takes courage to stand up to bullies. A lot it takes courage, it takes a lot. dude. And like stand up against your parent stand up against your father call him out on his bullshit challenge him be like ready to throw down fisticuffs when he does some shit that's hypocritical that's a life-changing moment man i've done this yeah tell so isn't that like it's hard there's a shift there's there's a full shift like you are no longer that person you were before yeah he pushed me through the uh sliding glass door you know and I got up like the Terminator and was like, I'm going to fucking kill you if you ever put your hand on me again. That's it. It's over with. Um, yeah, you you don't get to go back. Yeah, I'll kill you in your sleep. <laughs> you have to sleep, motherfucker. But, yeah, it's it's hard to stand up to things that you're scared of, you know? Uh, I think that's one of the allures of, like, the post-apocalyptic society and, like, aliens or disease zombies or nuclear war like has devastated the government and then it's it's easier for people to pick up because there's nothing there to have to overcome you know there's always one though you know look at like the book of eli book of eli the mist everything uh, every movie ever made any walking dead there's always somebody to fight with because they all want your stuff the government is supposed to keep that from happening you know, that's what laws are for, to keep people from, like, stealing your shit. But how do you protect yourself from the government that wants your shit? That's the problem. So that, then you have tyranny, and you have dictators, and, I mean, look at other countries. You know, Cuba, like, fucking Castro was a revolutionary, you know? He, uh, who was it that he went against? Can't remember the other guy. But... You know, somebody was in power, and then he was, like, getting all these people to fight, like, yo, we, you know, we need to stand up to this guy, and then when they stood up to him, and they overthrew the government, now Castro inserted himself, and then he was worse than the other guy. (laughs) So, it's like a never-ending story, you know? I mean, I don't really know what to do, but I just, I don't, this wasn't what it was supposed to be like, you know? When they wrote the thing... And they literally, nobody alive today in America, anyway, has lived in a tyrannical government, technically. You, um, unless you're from another country and you're like, you know, refugee. Well, yeah. I mean, born here. Nobody born here has lived in this, you know. But the people that wrote the do- documents that made America literally did. See, that's that's like kind of the question is... With so much information, so much distortion, like so much noise, it's hard to see. Like, what if we are living in a tyrannical government, but we're, they're just not on the nose like I, I Kim Jong Un? Yeah, I think uh, I think we kind of are, and they're just kind of like, oh, don't look, pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. It's like the Wizard of Oz, kind of, you know. Um, and they're doing a bunch of shady shit in secret. Then later on, three years later, the video comes out 
It's like the guy, the shaman dude was like, you seen this? The shaman dude got arrested and was, he's in jail for four years. Mm-hmm. That's more than some like criminals get. Yeah. And uh, the video finally came out of like inside. There's cameras everywhere. Mm-hmm. And he's walking around in there with the Capitol Police and they're opening doors and he's like shaking their hand and like, oh, thank you, sir. You know, They're in there with him. And they go, he killed somebody and all this jive. And it's like, none of that happened. It's it's really hard to cut through to the truth, you know. And there's layers of layers of layers of misinformation. And, like, you don't know unless you were there, you know. Yeah. And even if you speak out, like, your voice can be suppressed. Um, no, it's so easy to suppress now. You know, they used to call it sedition. <laughs> and I, they have heard our government recently, within the last two years, use this word, sedition. I'm like, isn't that what they said when you spoke out against the king? <laughs> this is a little fucked up, man. It's kind of, kind of made a little chill the fuck out, you know, government. You need to chill the fuck out. Um, I've recently been listening. I just started, like yesterday, listening to A Brave New World from Aldous Huxley. On Audible. We have a link to Audible, by the way. You click the link, you get 30 days free. So, check that shit out. So, I started listening to that, and uh, it's uh, it's all about controlling everyone. And they have all this, like, government programs, and they grow children. Nobody has a parent anymore. They grow these children, and then they subject them to, like, lack of oxygen to underdevelop their brain so they can just be stupid workers. And uh, they make it where they, they like, electric shock them to make them, like, not like this thing. And they go through all this stuff, and then they, like, speed up their growth process to make right. more, more slaves, basically. And then, basically, it's kind of like uh, everyone's just kind of happy in their servitude. That's what the gist of the book is. They're just, just docile sheep. Here, take your fucking MTV and your The View and your pills and your soda pop and video yeah. games. Just don't fucking bother us while we yeah. manipulate everything behind the scenes. It reminds me of that little meme and cartoon with the dude's got the VR glasses on and uh, there's like nuclear war happening all around him and he's just smiling his ass off, you know. Uh, it was like 1984, George Orwell. You know, Big Brother's watching, that's where that shit comes from. And that's where we are. And he literally said it in the book, and he quoting the book and stuff. He's like, by 1984, the government will have a hand in every inf- piece of information, every, you know, message that you send or letter you write. And by 1984, <laughs> like, it was already happening, you know. Um, it's it's kind of strange when you like read these things and you listen to these books and then you're just like, wow, man, we're in it. We're in it right now. This is what's happening. This is the first step to it. We're balls deep in it. And uh, so like absolute power corrupts absolutely. It's an old adage. So when we talk about like TJ and Teddy and like these embodiments of all these virtues that we theoretically hold most dear um those need to be applied and a lot of these politicians that reach the upper echelons of uh the government like they might start out relatively okay individuals but by the time they get to where they want to be they've been subdued or like um They've been, you know, bid on and bribed, and they're just brainwashed. Their whole view of what the like core values are is just out the window, and it usually flies in the face of like money, like so lobbying, mm-hmm. private interests. You know, that's why pipelines are going through Dakota, big sugar down in Florida is fucking up Okeechobee. Uh, like you name it. Like, this is why. Because right. someone started on a government salary in GS11 or whatever, making $75,000 a year. And then someone said, hey, man, wouldn't it be nice to be able to afford a Ferrari? 
Like yeah. The house in the hills. All your kids wouldn't have to worry. All the schools sugar, paid for. Big sugar's a pimp. Big sugar like, to pimp. It comes in there like, hey, bitch, you want to drive a car like mine? I was like, let, let Big Sugar take care of you. <laughs> like if Dave Chappelle could write a skit like with uh, satire for the U.S. government. <laughs> Big Sugar, bitch. It would be incredible. But uh, yeah, pre- preferably something about Florida Man, too. Darkness. Big Sugar in Florida Man. <laughs> Darkness. Uh, but like. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Hell of a drug. But so is social media. Like it lights up all of our. Brain centers, yeah. just Receptors like Coke and sugar, and like we've we've become addicted to <laughs> taking. You remember the crudes, Sugar, the 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 crudes, Sugar. I'd never, never seen it, but like makes sense. Like yeah, we're we're being force fed this, and uh, big sugar. Like it's up to you. It's up to us. It's up to like whoever is listening, whoever is going through like their model UNs. Whoever is, you know, an AP social studies, like, whoever is actually interested in making a difference, right? You can start all the nonprofits you want. Uh, at the end of the day, like, you need to be there. You need to make the call. You need to shut down uh, those objectors that are trying to just completely despoil uh, the American dream, like, the decisions that lawmakers and politicians make absolutely like affect people on a very like noticeable level you know like it's it's you can uh quantify it right mm-hmm. so we're literally being taxed this amount um our rights are whatever it is like there's quantifiable data for the effects that like they introduce uh in how we live our lives and yeah. all of those effects are are drawn forth from people who are just being bought at the end of the day like TJ and Teddy it wasn't about the money it was about the value of human life and experience yeah and uh, that doesn't matter to people anymore no thomas jefferson like almost uh bankrupted himself trying to do what was what was right like he had to take a bunch of loans and shit out because he was trying to make america america you know that tesla went bankrupt trying to give people free power yeah they lobbied against him too fucking edison was a dickhead but uh yeah man they don't want you to come together they don't want you they they like if you try to even like a survival group you know you try to make like a survival group and teach each other things, and then you're a, a fucking terrorist. You're a domestic terrorist, you know. People, I've I've been flagged for fucking domestic terrorist shit on Facebook because I fucking talked like I'm talking on here. You know, we're this this is probably gonna not be on. So if you get to listen to it, good for you because it's probably gonna go to taking off. I think I hear some fucking boot stomps in the hallway. Probably coming in here to blackball us can't tell if those are bees or drones let me look out the window <laughs> yeah uh but yeah man i mean you gotta pay attention you know like i never really did until recently because you know i'm I'm older now like i always like my dad was always watching fucking politics and i'm like why do you watch this stupid shit you know but it's slowly been degrading even from when I was a kid in the 80s, you know, we had like Reagan. Um, Reagan was a decent president. I mean, he had some fucked up things, but they all do. Um, I mean, even <laughs> when your president goes on the news and, and tells you like the worst words you'll ever hear is I'm from the government and I'm here to help. <laughs> That's, you know, it's like, whoa, <laughs> you know, so. I, you know, everybody on here already knows it, never listens. It was like, I do not trust the government. I don't think Dave does either. No, we we looked at some studies and like average trust in the, the government of the U.S. has dropped from like 75% back in the 60s, like 50s and 60s, down to a dismal like 18 to 24% yeah, like 18, on average. Man. Yeah, it's bad. It's really low. We're, we're getting a lot wiser and people are really good at uh, recognizing patterns 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. So look look for those patterns. Try to see what's uh looking for you, you know what I mean? And trying to modify how you think and and what you see. Uh what, uh, what do you think about the draft, man? With the girls. Did you hear about that? No. So they're trying to make it to where um girls would be drafted. Because as it stands right now, it's just men. Unmarried, no kids, men. You know, so for anybody who made it this far, when Kamala Harris was asking the Frank Kavanaugh or whatever, can you think of any law that's on the state record that has to do with a man's body? The draft. <laughs> you don't have a, a choice. You have to go to war. But now, um, I think it, what's the fucking Ukraine guy's name? The president, uh, uh, Zelensky, quick. Zelensky. Uh, he was basically on there saying like that your sons and your daughters are going to be pulled into this war, and then like right after that, they want to introduce this bill to where your fucking you know eighteen year old daughter has to go to war. Now, I don't know what you think, but I know what I think, and as a man. A regular ass dude, I'm like, all right, cool. You want equal rights? You get to die too, bitch. Pick up that rifle. But as a father of a, you know, teenage daughter, I'm like, you ain't taking my daughter, bitch, or my son for that matter. I'll go. I'll go before you take them. If it's a must, it's going to be me. You're not taking my kids. Fuck you. Especially if it's not even our war to fight. Our war. If it was like, you know, my kids are gangster. So, like, if it was somebody invaded America, they're all in. My 12-year-old son will hit a bitch with a twenty-two rifle in the, in the eye from 200 yards, you know? And my daughter's a G2, so... But they're not going to go over there. That's how I feel about it. But it's I'm, like, conflicted. Because I'm like, okay, well, you want equal rights, and you want, you know, well, the pay gap, and you want to argue all this crap. Well, then pick the rifle up, bitch, you know? Put the boots on, but as a father, absolutely not. Yeah, I mean we've we've had an episode on war, and uh, that this wasn't really relevant, wasn't proposed then. We didn't talk about it, but I think that like so they introduced uh, female applicants to like the SEALs and Spec Ops programs a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. I think they finally had their first successful one like a year or two ago, and. Uh, I don't you know, G. I. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I don't doubt the capability of some uh females to perform in war duties. Like right. I love a femme fatale. I love bad bitches, you know, Black yeah. Widow, um, Ultraviolet, Ghost in the Shell, Electra, Salt. Yeah, dude. More more power to you. But uh I think that there's definitely a sort of stigma like you girls aren't playing cops and robbers. They're not playing war as kids like it's it's not ingrained into them to do that so sure if it was a red dawn-esque uh, environment like fighters a fighter anyone can pick up a gun anyone can do damage right that's that's an it, fact you can't argue with that uh but when it comes to forward deployed you know boots on the ground in the suck uh, it takes a lot, and I don't think even like male or female, for a lot of our population, that they're really qualified. Even like I was running anti-terrorism training for many years in the Navy, and there's a lot of unqualified individuals, uh, people that are there for the paycheck, for the GI Bill, you know, for the VA home loan, uh, people that you probably would not want to count on when this shit hits the fan and uh so as far as drafts go unless it was a apocalyptic event i don't think that they should really be instituted um again my little conscientious subjector speaking up right now but there's plenty of hungry motherfuckers that are more than happy and willing to run out there um i mean what if you had a daughter would you want her to go i know i don't fuck no I don't even want my son to be in it, you know? I mean... You don't want anyone that you love to die for a cause you don't believe in. I don't want anybody's son or daughter to die for a cause that I don't believe in, you know? Um, 
I mean, Ukraine, do your thing, man. But that's your shit. You're not taking my kids because you want it. And I think there's a lot of people that are like, fuck you, man. But it's just another... Well, the last draft was the, the Vietnam War. Yeah. Yeah, so we're we're kind of leagues away from that. I think warfare is changing. I don't think that that draft, even if it's passed, is really going to be relevant until like it has the chance to be. You know what I mean? Become, before it becomes outdated. Like By the time that something like that happens... It's probably going to be all drone warfare. Um, but again, a little bit a little bit off topic. But the, yeah, the government's right to say, you go. You put your life in jeopardy on foreign soil okay. in order for our private interests, like, you know, Iraq war, it's pretty they, much fucking oil. They've been the whole doing way. that the whole time, man. Look at Braveheart. You know, like the, the lords would march their their servants and their fucking... Village people out there. Cannon fodder is what they called it. Yeah. They would march these people out there and make them fight their war while they sat up on the hill and watched them. You know? Um, I don't think that's right, man. Like, if you ain't going to be down there, too, fuck off. That's where King of the Hill came from. You know what I mean? (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so... No kings, no masters. Yeah, if right. You're not, if you're not riding down there with like like Teddy Roosevelt, I ain't going. Fuck out my face. And and neither are my kids. So but, uh, fuck you. Don't trust the government. And maybe we shouldn't wait for the government to knock at our door. Maybe we should start knocking on theirs. Let's not start a revolution yet, Dave. <laughs> Take it easy there, buddy. On that note. Cue the music. Drama, 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 drama.